Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Connor Knowles, and this is the Nerdic Gods Podcast, episode 67. Today, joining me, as always, we have the one, the only, Stephen Sims. Hello. How are you Thank today? You so and the only, the one, Daniel Navaroli. Yeah, it's me. But who cares about those two? Because today, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest joining us from the Backlog Banter YouTube page. I believe you're on podcast services as well. Tucker Hazel, yeah, everyone. Yeah, stuff. Hey. We do claps. We do claps. Now, Tucker, you run the Backlog Banter podcast. Uh, you also put out episodes with uh, movie reviews, stuff like that. Tell me a little bit about your page. Yeah, so Backlog Banter, kind of just an overall umbrella term for all the content that we do. It's just the channel name. We have a show called Backlog Banter that's for our specific video game discussions. We also got a couple other shows, Quest for the Bestest. We're reviewing all the best picture winners in a random order and ranking them. Very fun. Very long journey. There's 96, uh, 93 of those now. Um, we do lots of just normal video game reviews, movie reviews, other kind of stuff. It's just me and my friends hanging out, uh, learning how to use Premiere and Photoshop and everything and, and make uh, YouTube videos, as, as many people have started doing since quarantine. So we're just among those. But I would really appreciate if you watch those videos because I think they're relatively good. Yeah, check it out. What was the most recent movie you reviewed? Uh, we reviewed Spiral from the Book of Saw last... Uh, we actually put that up two days ago, I think. Uh, and we added that to our Saw ranking, which we also did a full series review, ranking all the Saw movies a couple days before that pair. So that was, that was a journey, but it was really fun to be able to have just a long conversation about all these dumb movies. With They're the Saw dumb. movies, I think I've only seen like one, two, and three. That's all you need Saw? Saw, Saw, yeah, and like I remember considering one and two good. Are those still good? Does that hold up at all? One is definitely the best, and I think that's the general consensus that it's actually a very good movie. It's usually influential. It's got a really interesting mystery. The introduction of John Kramer and the idea of that these two guys being chained to the room—what a great mystery! What a great like general conceit for a film. And it devolves after that pretty quickly, I might add. But there's a interweaving background plot with all these characters and flashbacks and stuff that actually is a very fun puzzle to figure out. And that's what I really got into as as I got into the series is figuring out how things connect and characters were actually in the background this whole time and stuff. So it's really fun series. It's stupid. Most of them are bad, but it's really fun to get into. And if you know all the movies, it's really fun to talk about. Yeah, I remember the ending of the first one, like, shocking me as a kid. But, like, oh, I, I have no idea if that would hold up. Big twist. 100%. It was a big twist. Good twist, you know? Yeah. I mean, it loses impact if you've seen the movie, like, three times. But yeah. it's still it's still a good twist. It's probably one of the better twists. They've got some pretty crappy twists later on in the series. but Oh, it it gets crazy. Like, after, like, the Amanda trilogy is what I would call it, one, two, and three. Sure. It, it gets crazy with all the cop stuff. And I forget yeah. the guys, the, the main Hoffman. cop guy, yeah. Hoffman. Once, once Hoffman gets introduced, it gets crazy, those movies. It does. <laughs> yeah and i so found amanda's that really fun lady but... yeah amanda's the pig lady amanda's, amanda's kramer's spoilers. first spoilers. first apprentice well spoilers yeah. for saw 2 if you didn't see saw 2 in like 2005 or whatever but uh they, there's there's a double secret apprentice there's a triple secret apprentice there's even a quadruple secret apprentice if you watch enough of the movies which is really stupid but it's kind of fun it's kind of, it's a guilty pleasure yeah i gotta get those secret apprentices you know you never know uh who's anyways. your Who's my secret apprentice? Yeah, yeah. You're Is my it me? secret apprentice. Oh, oh. We'll go on a giant murdering spree. So, so secret you didn't even know it. <laughs> I, yeah, I did. <laughs> secret. Anyways, guys, we will now move on to some video game news because that's what we do on this podcast, not movies. Yeah, sorry. Well, sometimes it's movies. first of all. I'd like so 
I, you two, like Connor and Daniel, you've been doing a bit of a bit of something, something on the old like side. Let's, let's talk about that for two seconds. Let's plug about. Let's talk okay. about it. Let's plug it. I want to know about this because even I don't know what you've done. Uh, we've only done one thing so far. Done two things. <laughs> you've done one, 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 one thing. One thing. Whatever. Me and Daniel have started a movie podcast where we just review a different movie each week. Uh, our first That's episode. Awesome is not out yet but it will be out in the coming days we reviewed uh what we reviewed star wars a new hope yes Uh, i've heard of it yeah 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 i think that was a good good start for our film podcast i believe our second episode is going to be the fast and furious the first movie oh Mm -hmm. i just watched that i'm working my way through the the fast series for the first time currently right now leading up to fast nine i'm i just watched tokyo drift last week Nice. I don't like that movie, but I like oh, two a lot. I know that's an uncommon opinion. What? Two is great. What a fucking soundtrack, though, in yeah. Tokyo Drift. I yeah. love Tokyo Drift. Tokyo did, Drift. You, did, did you just say you like two, though? Two is a yeah. fantastic yes. film. Good on it's you. Fun. Good on you, kid. That's the best one, honestly. <laughs> that, it's ooh. all downhill from there. No, it's not. That 50 colored car sequence fun. Tucker, Sorry, what? it's not. It's Eject not. Don't listen to him. Come on. It's the best one. I'll save my opinions once I've seen the whole series. but Yeah, don't listen to him. Number two is great film. 100%. But I will certainly be tuning in. I would love to hear your thoughts on both The New Hope, which is one of my favorite movies, and uh, Fast, the original Fast and Furious, The Fast and the Furious, which I don't like very much. So that's the good balance there. Uh, me and Daniel also filmed a uh, Resident Evil 8 spoiler cast with uh, our friend Nick Roy, or Nick aka Roy, from Just for Fun Games. So you can go chats. catch that in the coming days. Is he here? Uh, yeah. What's up, Nick? Hey, Hi, hey Nick. I don't know you. Uh, cool. <laughs> me, me neither <laughs> uh anyways guys we will now move on to some video game news and first up where is it where is it here it is according to industry heavyweight jeff grubb starfield will be an xbox and pc exclusive now some other news has also come out uh revolving around this in the last few days been a lot of leaks a lot of youtubers saying the game's coming out this year a lot of people saying it's not uh, Jason uh, Schreier came out today. He said that the game will not be coming out till late 2022, according to his sources. So we will see who is right. Daniel, what do yeah. we think about all this? I just want to give a shout out to that joke that I put in there that nobody really talked about, except for Sims. Thank you. Was the heavyweight joke? Was the funny thing that they said oh, in yeah. that one article? Okay, well, thank you. I just literally um, thought he was like, I know. Heavyweight. No, that was a joke. That was something that somebody said in an article and it became a joke. Um, but the Starfield thing, I think it'll be interesting if it does come out in 2022, because like, that is not what Bethesda has been doing. Like since Fallout 4, they've been show, put it out, show and put it out. And for them, if they are teasing it, which I think that they probably will this year, um, I, I would like them to put it out, but if, if it's not ready, it's not ready. Yeah, with that, I mean, the only thing they did put out that was Fallout 4 since then. Well, Fallout 76 as well, so... Well, they've helped with that game. Yeah, they helped with that. Uh, but yeah, as far as it being in 2022, that's... I mean, that sounds right, I guess. I, I don't really know. Tucker, what are your thoughts on Starfield as a whole? Starfield, I mean, that sounds really interesting. I like Skyrim a lot. I like Fallout 4 a lot. And I, I, I didn't beat it, but I enjoyed with the time that I had with it. Um, and I'm interested to see them put a new spin in a new location, you know, uh, sci-fi i mean that's with their gameplay stuff and and hopefully a more modern more polished less buggy uh, completed project could be really really cool we don't know what it is yet we haven't seen any of it it's just the logo um announced 
way too early, alongside Elder Scrolls Six, with Elder Scrolls Six, which is also announced way too early. But I think that they the uh, Fallout Four thing. I think if you think about it, it's kind of just a it seems like a one off deal. I wouldn't expect it to come out this year because uh, other games take a long time to from announce to release. So twenty twenty two makes sense. I mean, it's interesting. I'm. I'll be interested to see how the game is, is announced, gameplay, trailers, all that still are coming. So we have a long time to wait for that, though. It's been so long since proper Bethesda put out a game, though. Like, their last yeah. one was Fallout 4, and they did just help with Fallout 7. It's been six years. Like, yeah, so year. it's like, I don't understand why it couldn't be this year when the rumors were saying this yeah. year. It was like, I, I, that was believable, because it's been six years since you guys have put out a game. Like, And they were announced at, what, 20... 20- E3 2019, I think. 2019, yeah. yeah. Yeah, both of them. And it's like... Or officially, because you know, it was teased it, for years. If Starfield's going to be 2022, where does that even put Elder Scrolls 6? Like, 2026 yeah. at the earliest, you know? Like, and that's so far. That's crazy. We wouldn't get Elder Scrolls. 15-year time gap between Elder Scrolls entries. Mainline. Uh, Sims, yeah. what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I'll play, I'll play Devil's Advocate and say... I, there's a possibility we might see it this year. And like all this negating of trying to put it, put it, you know, give it, you know, Jason Schreier's source, like his source could have been told, yeah, it's the end of 2022, just to create like that shock value moment. Because it's a big moment as well. Like it comes out today that Xbox and Bethesda's conference is going to be the same thing. I believe I read yeah, that, that right. Yeah. Well, well t- I, we could tie that story yeah. right into here. Uh, it was officially from Matt Booty, the head of games of Xbox. He said that it will just be a joint uh, showcase. Yeah. They'll both just have one big showcase which is awesome. I think it's probably the right way to go about it. Yeah, and, and this is a big deal as well. Like this is we say it every year, well we haven't said it every year, but it has been said every year that this is this has to be X's Xbox's one to own as well as and now having that sidekick of Bethesda there with them. Like and if if they yeah. come out and say Starfield is this year and it looks great and like that would just be the moment that steals the show and they need something like that especially and you know they'll need a halo date and they'll need they'll need a starfield big update as well even if it is next year march uh then that's still good to be fair it's still it's still it's still phys- is it uh, this physical year the fees fee physical is that the word fiscal, fiscal. the fiscal year yeah so physical too you know yeah yeah me too so i don't know the hype around it as well, like we've all been like taught a valuable lesson of like not getting hyped for things. Like, look at Cyberpunk. Like, yeah. We got really excited for yeah. Cyberpunk, and then it it became, you know, a, a letdown for, for from its own from the from its own like developers und, undoings. That's the word. Isn't it? Why not? So what I'm trying to say is, I forgot because my brain's not working today. I I just think. Because we we've not seen anything like we've seen a logo and then we've seen oh, we saw like a spaceship or like a space thing, big. I don't know satellite. An I don't know in an object. Yeah, in space. But yeah. We don't know what this game is going to be. Like no. we're all just assuming that it'll be Skyrim in space. Yeah, yeah, but we we don't know yeah. what that means. It's going to no, be it on some planet, No, we don't know what you it know. Means. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. obviously we're going to multiple planets though. You know, yeah, and that, like at that point, just no man's sky. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. So those are the only two options for any game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's it's I don't know. I'd I'd rather just wait and see. There's a lot of hype, but I'm gonna sneeze. Um, There's a lot of hype. He's not wrong. It's so much hype. It came out as a sneeze. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's too. I want to see it before you know. If, if if they show like they do like the Fallout the Fallout in two thousand fifteen, just show us it and then give us the date. And if it is this year, then the whole crowd goes wild, or, or yeah, the people at home go wild. Um, yeah, it's just wait. I, I don't know. We're all itching for some news, aren't we? Because we kind of think after Ratchet, it kind of just goes silent doesn't say this year uh from what we know so far um i think that todd howard probably also has a chip on his shoulder i think like f- people like fallout 4 it wasn't like the biggest elder scroll or fallout game in the franchise uh and then 76 happened he wasn't like a huge part of it but he helped with it uh, i think todd howard feels like he needs to prove himself again um and i think this game will probably be pretty good this is also a big passion project for them. They've been talking about this for years, mm. like a very long, like since before Skyrim even came out, they've been talking about making a space game. So it's definitely been a passion project of theirs. Uh, as far as uh, Xbox and Bethesda joining for the conference, uh, I would hope that's how it is, right? Is uh, is that like confirmation? Yeah. On how Matt, that is? Yeah. Matt Booty uh, confirmed it. Confirmed that? Oh, sure. So I'm like, honestly, I would prefer if Xbox just didn't even say Bethesda or like don't have like, like, I don't want it, like, split. Like, now here's I don't the, think the games. Just yeah, the Xbox showcase. Just join them in already with Xbox, you know? Like, I don't want this whole, like, split thing where we're doing Xbox and Bethesda. Like, just, they are now yeah. Xbox. Make them Xbox. Yeah. Make them fully a part of that family. And this, this E3 can be, like, a big coming out party for that, you know? And uh, if they did somehow get Starfield this year on top of Halo, on top of uh, maybe a new Forza or something like that, that'd be huge for Xbox to have three big titles like that just in one year. They, they, they could really, uh, you know, turn a lot of people to buy the Series X over a PS5 just with that having a big fall. Uh, Tucker, what do you think about the uh, whole conference situation? I think that since they know how exciting this is, regardless of the if Starfield, the game, is coming out this year or next year, or, you know, middle next year, whatever, I think that they do show something for it at E3. And I think, at least, you know, my projection for my my, uh, my headcanon for what Xbox's E3 conference is like, I think they close on that Starfield reveal. It, whether it's a, a cinematic trailer, which I think is more likely than gameplay, considering we've never seen a cinematic trailer for the game, uh, something to really close out the show and... Without saying, hey, this is the Bethesda thing now, it's the big Xbox game. This is what we're ending on. We're really proud of it. We're really proud that Bethesda has joined us. You know, someone out on stage or on the digital stage coming out and be like, we're so happy Bethesda joined us. Here's the first look at Starfield. And that is a killer way to end the show. And I think with that, you also, you can start the conference with uh, that some something for Halo Infinite. Or maybe that's the middle of the show something. But they have these tent poles now, and Bethesda's one of them. And I think they really lean heavily on that and close the show with Starfield. I guarantee they start their show with Halo. Yeah. yeah my hey guys, it's better now. <laughs> imagine um, if if it isn't. Like, imagine if it, they put the video out. The same. I think they should do the same exact gameplay trailer that they put out last time. And then imagine if that's met by oh people still don't like it. What do they do? Like what do they do? Yeah, just... They just can't put it out at that point. If that was the yeah. case. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna look that bad like that. But I um, thought it looked great. I don't. I don't go. I thought it looked alright. Like I looked I at it like, oh, this looks interesting. Like it's like it seems... kind of funny. But I mean, the visuals of the game looked great from that trailer. I, I have nothing. Nothing wrong with it. I'm also um, not a huge Halo guy, so I do want to say something. To, well, what you said, Connor. I don't think that. I think that it will just be the Xbox showcase. 
but I do think like the Bethesda stuff might have like a block in there of like now this is like everything Bethesda is going to show back to back to back to back. Like it's just going to be all their studios, Bethesda studios leading in. Then it'll be Starfield at the end. Yeah. I have like a vision in my mind of them just like having the logo of like Bethesda and uh, all their studios underneath and Xbox and all their studios. And then it just like joining together. Oh, yeah. You know, Xbox That'd be a cool and, little yeah. package. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be sure. bad add that then it's like here's all these great studios we now own that are making games exclusive for xbox like that well there's that great logo they might just use that which is the one has like the 23 studios like all their logos under it yeah and like xbox at the top join in the bethesda games like imagine how cool that'd be uh i do want to touch on the exclusivity which is now uh somewhat confirmed not 100 percent confirmed but you know confirmed enough that it will be exclusive starfield will be exclusive to xbox and pc uh what do we think about that daniel um again i always bring it up i hate any exclusivity um no matter what console it really is i just don't like the idea of somebody not being able to play a game but i said this since they bought bethesda that all of it will be exclusive that's i've been i that's all i've been saying i really haven't thought the other way at all so this is pretty much what i expected to be honest sims what are your thoughts as somebody now you i believe thought it would come to ps5 still right starfield i did i i in my mindset i was on the i was on the side of yeah you 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 buy it put it on the games pass but also put it just put it on the playstation because then people are buy it on the playstation and it's just more money to be made if that like that makes sense perfect sense right you've got games pass you've got your xbox people that you know they've got the games pass and they've just got to, got to play on the games pass pay the 15 dollars a month or whatever they need to pay for it and then the playstation and and the playstation people who who are who, you know who can't afford to buy an, an xbox or who can't or just don't don't like xbox you hate them with a passion but they obviously want to play these great games and then they'll do the thing that they don't realize they're doing they're funding the people they supposedly hate and then Xbox yeah. win is a win-win for Xbox. But I understand it if if Xbox they 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 Paris Lily like you don't put, you don't spend seven point five billion dollars to make it not an exclusive. Keep so. the status quo. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I understand it, and maybe is I want to say maybe it is a time exclusive, but it won't be, and it's fine. I don't care. Like I don't give a shit. Like Starfield comes out day one on Games Pass. I ain't paid sixty pound for that. I'm paying. Amazing. I'm paying nothing. I'm paying ten pound. I just. I literally just bought it before this podcast. Like, we buy it monthly because yeah. sometimes we don't know. We don't know if we need. If we need, I don't use it. The kids use it, but my, my little one wants to play Minecraft, and then she can't get on it. So I was like, right, give me a minute. Link, reading code done. Sweet as a nut. So, yeah, I don't. At this point, I I'm not forced. Like I've got, I'm privileged enough to have both consoles. I don't have the we we don't have the newer console, newer Xbox. Um, I say I don't. The, what my daughter has an S. <laughs> don't ask. We've got two standard Xbox One uh, Xbox Ones downstairs, and we will upgrade. We, we do. Uh, maybe after E3, you know, E3 next next month. This time, this time next month, we will know. But this time next month, like me and the missus might be on a hunt for an Xbox Series X because we want to play Starfield. That's been, just been announced for October thirtieth. You know what I'm saying, like, and I have to go for it all over again. The stress. I don't want to do that again. Wait, the date October thirtieth? That'd be a cool one. Yeah, I, I think that's I, I think that's uh, back for Blood's release date or something like that. Uh oh. 
think it's in October. Like it in is, October. Yeah. So it will be. Let me predict. October. Okay. October. Ooh, specific prediction. October the 29th. Wow. What is that Friday? Yeah, it's Friday. Thirty for Saturday. There you go. There you go. Goodbye. Ready here first, uh, yeah, folks. As far as the exclusivity goes, yeah, I think it was always the obvious choice. I mean, you don't, you could have the new Bethesda Game Studios RPG on your console exclusive, or you'd have to get Game Pass on PC to get it. You know, and, I mean, that's just a huge get. You know, why would you give it to your competition? Just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It, you know, this is what the whole deal was for. Tucker, are you bothered by the exclusivity at all? Personally, not really. I, I am unlike Daniel. I don't. Exclusives make sense to me. You know, I can't really fight it, so why bother, at least in my eyes? But I think that the exclusivity makes sense for them, because while they're losing, uh, like Sims was saying, the idea of people on PlayStation still buying it, I think the idea of having this Starfield as the next big Bethesda game, you know, technically the next Skyrim, which is, of course, one of the biggest games of all time, exclusive to their console, while it's not accessible on PlayStation, it pushes people to buy those consoles. I've got a roommate who has only a PlayStation 5, and when I told him the other day, hey, the, the you know, Elder Scrolls and Starfield, those are only going to be on Xbox. He's like, shit, I guess I'll have to get an Xbox. And he stood I think up and he flipped the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, no, but seriously, I think a lot of people are going to be willing to purchase an Xbox for this, considering, especially by the time those come out, especially Elder Scrolls 6, the, the consoles will have dropped in price a little bit. Game Pass is, of course, a great deal. And it'll just get so many people into the ecosystem with such a big draw. I mean, of course, they've got their own games on there. The Xbox Game Studios puts their games on there. But this is this is on another level. Because this is this is a generation-defining game being put on to Game Pass for essentially free, though you pay monthly for it. So it's it's a great get, and it's going to be a huge benefit for Xbox in the long run. We'll see how the exclusivity harms or helps the sales of it but i think it's going to do well and i think hopefully it'll be a great game so Just i want to say one thing real quick i know what you were going to say sims but i want to say one thing real quick uh the whole kind of mentality behind xbox for like i guess the past year or so was <clears> kind of <throat> they're just going to kind of put games wherever and all that kind of stuff they're not worried about if it's pc or the console or mobile with xcloud i think that them saying that this is like exclusive like pretty much all Bethesda is going to be exclusive. I think that this really says they do actually care about people yeah. buying the console. Like, <laughs> yeah, it isn't just about PC or whatever. Like, like I, I think that this really says that, yeah, we want people buying an Xbox as well. It helps so much with their catalog too. Like just having yeah. all these Bethesda games. Like when uh, I get hyped up when I see like those, uh, those trailers of just like snippets of games put together, you know, like when PlayStation has it, like, real, Rise, yeah. God of War, Last of Us, all this, even if it's games oh, I'm yeah. not into, it's just cool that that's in this ecosystem. That's going to be really hype when yeah. Xbox can put a trailer together like that with Hellblade, Starfield, Halo, Doom guy. or the Doom guy. Yeah. Yeah. You have all that and it makes you excited to be an Xbox player, you know? Yeah. In a way that I don't think the last generation for Xbox had, I did never owned an Xbox one. My, my roommate has one. I don't really use it. I use it to play Banjo-Kazooie. That's the only time I ever used Henry? it, but, uh, a great reason amazing game but um you look back on the big games of that generation even the biggest ones are like yeah that was a good game but it didn't change the industry it wasn't one of the big games of the year and so it's a little bit 
disappointing looking back on the generation, but I think they're clearly putting the effort now to say, hey, we've got all these studios, they're making the games you want, and this is all on Xbox. Hey, look look how great this is. And when we get that scissor reel, maybe even at the end of this E3, you know, as a closer after the Starfield thing, and they've got all the Bethesda stuff and all the games. Rare's got their new game coming out. They've got updates. They've got Halo. It's going to be really impressive in a way that I don't think the rest of that their last generation had. Yeah. I I don't have a Series X right now. I guarantee I see a trailer like that at the end of the Xbox conference. I'm going to go buy an Xbox Series X right then and there, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, moving on. Sticking with uh, Xbox. I'm... One one second, sorry. Ahead, sorry. So, uh, Chris is in the chat. Um, he's just reiterating what we spoke about with Jason Schreier earlier. He said, uh, "Let me get. Let me. <clears throat> this is what Jason said. Uh, I, I quote: Let me let me make this very clear. Bethesda's plan is to tease a release date for Starfield at E3. The date is in late 2022. I'll leave the spe- specifics to them. We'll keep your expectations in check and refrain from sending death threats when the room is." That... You need to stop sneezing. <laughs> God, I'm gonna stop talking. Um, but I sneeze. Mean at yeah. least two death threats. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, at the minimum. Uh, what I will say is, like, yeah, there is a lot of conflicting things. We're not gonna know until there's an official statement. That's just what I'm gonna say. There's a lot of conflicting things. There's been so many reports recently of it coming out this year. So who actually really knows? Like, are Schreier sources more reliable than everybody else's? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, Typically, we we, we why won't up. I, I yeah. could have brought up everyone else's th- uh, yeah. sources too, but you know, Schreier was just the most notable name to say something on the subject. And yeah, and really, who who cares? Like the game will be out when it's out. There'll be other games in the in the middle that really. This, this year's already been great. Yeah, we, yeah we're gonna get so many games. Of course, mm-hmm. and no worries, Chris. Thank you. Thanks for that because I'd not seen that all day. Um, I'm gonna go and uh, do something. Um, please continue. Sure, Lock Sims. Sticking with Xbox, some new titles will be coming to Xbox Game Pass, including Knockout City, launching day and date on May 21st. And then other games are coming to the console, as, or, uh, the service as well, including Pickle 2 and Maneater. Uh, Pickle 2 will be May 20th, and Maneater will be May 25th. Is Knockout yeah, City the dodgeball sort of game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that really terrible by, uh, trailer yeah. in the Nintendo Direct? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's that one. Oh, it was also, so it was also, it was like back to back because it was, a, it was at the Nintendo one and then it was also at some PlayStation one as well. And like oh, the PlayStation yeah, one was like, it was like extended and it was even mm-hmm. longer than, than the Nintendo one. It's like, I don't need yeah. to see so much of this game. Um, uh, I will say though, with this game, very smart get for Xbox. Again, they're picking very smart games to get on here day and date for day one. Uh, like this Outriders, is EA, right? Yeah, this is EA. Okay. Uh, I believe uh, I could be wrong. Maybe you should look that one up there. I think it but, is. I think yeah, it, okay. I, I believe so as well. But um, yeah, they're picking very smart games with Outriders earlier this year. That was another game I thought mm, might not sell the best, might not be able to capture an audience. But it being on Game Pass, we'll just have so many uh players ready to go right there once they launch with it there was another game too this year i can't remember that launch on game pass but uh yes knockout city i mean wow it doesn't uh, look baseball. like my... mlb, it was, it was show, you're MLB. Right. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah. another smart gap for them uh knockout city it, it, i didn't think it looked that great uh it, you know i think it's a good get for game pass and like it'd be something i'd be willing to check out if i'm already on game pass because why not uh, real quick, uh, then I'll let you go, Tucker. It, it 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 says like with EA Play, so it is like some sort of EA's probably like publishing. EA publishes it, yeah. But okay. it's yeah. So what I the research that I just did, uh, it's an EA original published by EA, developed by Villain Studios, who just did Mario Kart Live Home Tour, which is a very weird combination of of interesting game titles. So but, is this technically um, like their first game? 
well, I can do a little more research about the studio because I mean, okay. obviously, very new. But I think you know, home home circuit home. Interesting. I mean, my friend and I called it home invasion. That was our, our <laughs> joke for a while. <laughs> our current life home invasion. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the game looks quality. It just unfortunately from that really terribly not funny trailer that they had and the visual style it seems a little bit hey this is a fun poppy uh, multiplayer game and we get tons of those and i'm curious to see if that stands out from the rest because it is a different sort of gameplay because you're you're passing balls around yeah but it doesn't seem to have very much hype behind it and i think maybe game pass will uh will promote that because less so many people have access to it but i can also see it just getting lost in the shuffle i will say to that it also to like the quality is that I, I keep I say this on the show all the time. This game does not have a in appealing art style. It is the yeah. same like Fortnite, uh, uh, just cartoon aesthetic that so many games are doing. Exactly. You know what other game that EA just did that had this a similar aesthetic that nobody played, which was Rocket Arena that came out last year. Oh, geez, no yeah. one played Rocket Arena. It just died. It, they they put it out to die, and then it be like I, met, I think initially it was like a thirty dollar game that they made free to play like yep. really quickly um so i just i hope that, that for just for the studio's sake that people play it but it's good that it's on game pass day one yeah because regardless even if people don't play it they're getting paid by xbox so this game will for them be a success quote unquote and they can continue making games so hopefully it's solid but they can keep making games regardless like this isn't going to kill the studio if it doesn't do exactly well. and yeah the- i probably would have pushed the release date a little bit just to help you know, it's kind of coming out a lot around a lot of other games, so maybe it'd capture an audience better in like mid. What was the release date again? May twentieth. May twentieth. Oh, oh. Yeah. that's today. today. Oh, oh today? yeah, yeah. it's oh, out okay. today. Right now, uh, it's just May twenty-first on mine. Oh, twenty-first. Oh, that. Well, I guess technically that's Friday. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I read twentieth or somewhere. Uh, so, Sims, you like dodgeball? You used to be in a dodgeball uh, league. Yeah, I had a coach famous. I remember, I never forget his yeah. quote. He said, "If you can dodge a ball, you can dodge a wrench." No, nope, other way around. Other way around. Nah, you can dodge fine. a wrench. She could dodge a ball. And he throws it. <laughs> Were you uh, there too? Then? coach made the different quote. <laughs> I was there. I was yeah, the one that got the wrench one. thrown at. Um, um to be nice you know, try. To be fair, to to the point of Knockout City and on and being compared to Rocket Arena, I think they're doing quite a good job of promoting this game. Like they've got that the block. The block party or something that's around it. We all get to play it, even if you don't have Games Pass for the next ten days for free. Um, so it gives people, especially kids. I mean, this game is aimed for kids, so it's another option to play with their friends. Um, you know, my my kid might pick it up. I might speak to you know. I'll say, oh, this game you could play this game, and if it's free, it's accessible, and like her friend and 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 herself can play this game together, and and. That's how Fortnite got started. Like kids all just join in in this social space and like just play and play the game together. So I think giving everyone the ten days to look at it, plus being on Games Pass, I think it stands a chance uh, at least for a month, like a big following for the next month and see for what a week. it looks like. Yeah, Two weeks, why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but you know, and, and if the kids stick around and and it, you know, and they enjoy it, and it's fun, then why not? I it's not for me. It's not, I don't think it's for any of us, but it's. I think for a younger audience, I think, you know, playing dodgeball is a great premise in, in a Fortnite style. Like, I know Daniel doesn't like the Fortnite style, but... I just think it's overplayed. Yeah, 100%, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not that I hate Fortnite for looking the way it is. That's not my issue. I just hate that every other game is trying to look like that. <clears throat> True, yeah. It definitely waters down the potential of that art style, which is really clean and does look well when it look really good when it's put through, you know, all the high quality stuff. I mean, Fortnite's a good looking game and it runs well and everything. So maybe that's why a lot of people are copying it. Of course, it's popular, but it also runs very easily on things. Yeah. So it's just this generation's art style. Whatever. Yeah. I want I want people to be more unique with their art styles, you know. Chris makes that's, a, that's a, sorry. Chris makes a point in the chat. It's probably a short life, uh, a, a probably a short shelf life, but it might be fun. And you know, I think we'll we'll find out by the next week. We'll see. I mean, let's check. You know, check your Twitch and we'll see what the audience are saying. So let's see. Let's not. I'm, I'm not saying we are writing it off, but let's not write it off and then let's see what happens because it might have a good gameplay loop as well. Like everyone wrote for when when Fortnite came out because obviously Fortnite was a single player game. Then they were doing this battle royal, and then and now look at Fortnite, look at and and if EA market it right and they get the right team behind it and they get the they get the game in front of the right audience, especially it's all with kids. To the guy in your room, who's the guy in your room? Do you have him? Where's he at? The guy in your room, Sims. Oh, he's, it's all thanks to, to that in your guy. Room? He is. There he is. Oh. It's all thanks to that guy right there. there I thought you were trying to scare him. No, like, hey, there's no. a guy behind you. Look, <laughs> I genuinely thought, yeah. I, I thought it was all about the Oogie Boogie Man. Sorry. All you did was all up an action figure, Super Saiyan 4 Goku. <laughs> uh, pretty, yeah, no, it's Super Saiyan God. Okay, that's the blue Oh, hair. yeah, Super Saiyan God. Fuck, yeah, man. How did yeah. I fuck that up? Anyway, Dragon know. Ball shout out, shout out to Peggle 2. <laughs> Coming to Game Pass today. Uh, Popcat, make Peggle 3. Where's Peggle I'm 3? Not, I'm not asking anymore. I am demanding. I am demanding. Popcat, put PVZ on Switch. on Switch, please. Why not? Oh, yeah. Can we get that as well? You know, and plans. Well, there's the whole trilogy. Game. Do you like the whole trilogy, Tucker? I've only played the first one. Well, actually, I guess I played the second one. Plans for Zombies 3? Yeah, is there? Well, yeah, there's the Warfare stuff. Yeah, it's not traditional, Connor. No, no, no. He's talking about the... Are you talking about the gun one? Or are you talking no, about I'm talking one? about Normal Plants vs. Zombie. Oh, okay. I'm confused then. Because like, the, the, gun, the Warfare has like three games. Garden right? Warfare, Top cap, yes. Top Cap's yeah. becoming just like Valve. They can't count to three. Uh, just make Peggle 3, Plants vs. They did with, the, with Warfare. They have a They got game. to a third with that one. Yeah. Jesus Christ, no Battle, one for Battle for Neighborville. Battle for Neighborville. Whatever. Uh, okay, cool. Also, Man Eater coming May 25th. Yeah, yeah on, I, I missed that game last year. So oh, I definitely yeah. want to try it. On Man Eater. It was it was free for PlayStation Plus in January, I believe. It was, I could, yeah, yeah. A lot of people uh, checked her out there. Yeah, Nat, Nat, Natalie played it. Um, she put it. She checked it out a couple of like last week. Um, she's finished it, platted it. She said she really enjoyed it. Just nice, relaxing, just chilling as a shop, just nom yeah. nom nomming. And she was like, "I was I like, love that." Um, Chris Parnell is like narrating the whole game, yeah. and he's so funny. So like. It's just great. Yeah, I love she Chris said she really now. enjoyed it. And I was surprised. Like she was like, "Oh, I finished it," and she was like, oh, "I might play it." And then like twelve hours later, she was like, "Yeah, I played it." I was like, "Oh, easy play." By the looks of it, yeah. Like she just. I don't was... think it's very. It's not a very big game. No, but it's a fun game. Yeah. So if you like That's eating not... people, nom 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 nom. Is that the sounds you make when you eat people every day? Every day. Oh God. Okay. I don't want to see that. Okay, we got to run. <laughs> We got some new video game trailers, boys. We got a new trailer for Mario Golf Super Rush, which is coming out uh, late June sometime, June 23rd, uh, Ju summer. Yeah, the end of June, yeah. End of June. And then we also got a new trailer for the Dark Pictures Antho Anthology House of Ashes. 
which yeah. stars Ashley Tisdale. There's uh, it was like a teaser coming May 27th. Yeah, yeah, like a teaser. Uh, guys, these two games very similar. Uh, where do we want to start? <laughs> Daniel, extremely similar. Extremely <laughs> similar. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched this. The what is it called? Super Rush. Super Rush. Super Rush one. Uh, that one they actually kind of went in and there was like a narrator kind of explaining a little bit more about the game. It was like a little bit longer of a trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish that they this was kind of more of what they showed initially because like I actually kind of like this trailer. They kind of broke down what the speed mode was or brush mode, whatever it's called, was. Speed golf, uh, which is really cool. I love that you kind of have like different powers for whatever character you're using and you're trying to like hurry up and try to be the first one to the hole. Yeah, it's so fun. fun. Um, Then they they talked a little bit about the RPG mode. um, Leveling up your character story mode in this game. They didn't go into like what the story is, which we they don't really need to. I don't think but game starts right. Uh, Mario gets his head beat in with a golf club. And then oh. uh, Peach is on uh, a revenge mission. Uh, she goes to Seattle. Oh my god! She has a backpack. Uh, and and Bowsette is is the one that beats him. Oh yeah. 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 What well, we don't know, but it's leaked. Is you play as Bowsette half the game? And yeah, it's, it's <laughs> this game. This is game of the year material. It, it gets intense. Trust me. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this game. Sims, you're picking this up, right? Um. Yes, me. Yes, I've I've not really thought about it so much. I've not seen the trailer. I've been very busy this week. I, I will have a look. I'm gonna sit down and maybe catch up with some some uh, some trailers and stuff. I, I'm excited about the premise of the game anyway. Like uh, playing Mario, having lots of fun. Tennis was a bit of a letdown. I remember playing the demo and it was just just I don't know. It didn't seem fun. It was it seemed a bit too complicated for a Mario game, Mario tennis game. So hopefully this can kind of like recaptures that Mario sports fan fan fandom of the of the Nintendo franchise. If that makes sense, if that makes sense, <clears throat> you know, like people. It makes sense. Yeah, to me it makes sense. <clears throat> so yeah, I I can't really comment because I've not seen it, but it looks great. I I really look forward to it. Give Mario any kind of like sports genre game and. Hopefully, it's a home run. I mean, look at those little khakis. Look at those little khakis he's wearing. Yeah, actually, that's one thing I want to bring up. Random sort of side tangential note is so they announced a couple of new characters here uh, for the roster. Some of them being sort of surprises. The main ones being King Bobom and Charge and Chuck, which are both fantastic, fun additions. However, I will say, and this is a very strange nitpick, it's unfortunate that they don't do uh, golf costumes for all the characters. Some of the characters that do have them, Daisy, Bowser, Mario, they look great. Wario's got a great one. But then Donkey Kong is just standing there in his tie with the golf clubs. Like, no. Yeah. Give him the golf khakis. They, put they tried putting some in like a really tight... Donkey Kong. He was like, nah, I'm not fucking putting those on. Well, yeah, maybe that's the canonical reason. But from, from the team, I mean, it, it makes it... It makes it seem kind of inconsistent, and it would be really fun yeah. to see King Bob-omb with a really tight golf vest stretched over his body or something like that. Like, like come on, that's not t- super hard to do, and it would really give it a lot more character. So it's it's a nitpick, but I think it's very strange that they went sort of halfsies on it. But Charge and Chuck is really pose a funny. question. Yeah, I don't know why he they chose him. It's a little weird. I've never but heard of either of those characters. He's the guy with the the fo- the football helmet, and he like charges. Yeah, to my world. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, like, when is it going to be like Nintendo Golf? I, I just want to kind of pose that question, or like Nintendo the or Nintendo Kart. Yeah. yeah. When is Kart's, it going to be? Goes first. Is it ever going to be that? Kart, you can't change the name. You don't want to risk it. Okay. It'd be mm. too much. But Nintendo Golf could work. Yeah, something like that. 
But do you think that we're going to get to that point when like Link's going to be golfing with him? I don't think At they'll ever point. change the name, but yeah, I think they'll be in there. Like Sweet. I can totally see Link already as a DLC. My boy, my boy's uh, in Mario Kart already. Like, why can't boy. he be in this game? Link? Who's your boy? Yeah, my boy Link. Your boy? Uh, well, he's, he's my boy from Smash. He's my I boy. Mean, I didn't Smash. know you two were tight like that. All right. Oh, dude, me and Link, we go, we go way back. We go back to 2001 in Melee, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. It's a long time ago. Uh, let's get into the Dark Pictures anthology. Uh, I watched, like, half the trailer. I kind of just clicked off after a while. I see it's not much. Today. I'm like, I'm fucking out. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody, Daniel, I mean, you were watching the trailer yesterday. Are You were, like, narrating the trailer. Yeah. You, said, you said it looks like predators hunting you in the game. Yeah, it it does. really does look like predators hunting you in the game. <laughs> like, this might be a predator game secretly. Uh, Tucker, have you played the other Dark Picture anthology games? Nope. And no. I... Didn't no, realize there was a trailer coming out. I mean, it's very strange that, like, I remember those being announced initially. It's like, oh, it's, you know, it's an anthology horror series. They're going to be released sort of episodically. They're a little bit shorter. They're focused on co-op. I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting concept. First one comes out. People are, like, mixed on it. It doesn't get a lot. I, but there was a second one. I, don't, I didn't hear anyone talk about that. I didn't hear anyone talk about this trailer. Um, I hope it's good. Then people like it. But, man, do these games just not get the coverage. Maybe they deserve. I, I, can't, I couldn't really say. They're good to find like i like them but originally i was very excited about this whole thing with uh just because i loved until dawn so much but yeah uh, i i have that was one of the first games i platinum very solid game me too it was actually my first platinum love that game anyways uh uh yeah it's just the quality has kind of gone down <laughs> with uh sure. the two dark picture anthology games uh i actually liked the first one somewhat i didn't beat the second one yet maybe i'll go back and do that soon I like how they get the high level actors though for this. Well, it, uh, I, what I will say about the games is there's a good level of production to those games too. Like the yeah. games, look, those games look good. Little Hope last year, no one talked about that game looked awesome. It so really Daniel, let's let's talk about the setting a little bit. It looks like we're cave diving in here. There's some weird yeah. temple shit going on. It does look like predators hunting you? Are we excited? I'm about not this? sure where it is. It kind of looks like maybe in Africa, like yeah, Northern Africa like area, a, a random cave desert type thing. Yeah. Um, I I want to know what I, what what was the release for the actual trailer? Uh, May twenty seventh. So next right week there. we'll know. Yeah, actually, what the game's gonna be. Um, I mean, it's just I, gonna be the simple. You know, you're walking in different sections. You're picking shit up. You're looking at it, and yeah. Know, and, and a I mean, it's gonna be similar. Like I, I I just really like the uh, the idea and how these games play and stuff. I don't know. Ashley Tisdale's fine, so why not? Is she she hasn't been in anything in like ten years. We have no idea. Yeah, she was. She was in she was in uh oh. Scary Movie Five, which was like eight years ago, seven years she was ago. She's in Scary Movie Five, really? <laughs> yeah, she's like the main character. Okay, wow. Bad movie. Bad That's movie. Something. That's something. Sims, you look just shocked about all this. What's up? Is she high school musical? Yeah, there you go. The blonde. High school one. musical and uh Zach and Cody. Back in the day. I I watched high school musical. Still holds mm, up. Wow. Congratulations. Still holds up. <laughs> Still holds Very up. proud of you. It, it, it never held up to begin with. And, Ooh. and may I add? Still know the words. Okay. That's the first one. Sounds like the first one. Like all Do you mean to say about the video Most game that we're discussing? Most of the first one. What video game? Exactly. This is High School Musical podcast. You know, sorry. We plan on doing a musical episode of this show one day. Uh, we oh, have seen for like it. two hours. Yeah, we spoke about it quite a bit. It's gonna happen one day. Tucker, you can come on that episode if you would like. Okay. Uh, you got to get ready to get right. a solo though. Okay. Anyways, boys, that's it for Dark Pictures Anthology. We don't need to talk about it anymore.
we'll see more on May 27th. Next up, next-gen versions of Grand Theft Auto V will be released on November 11th. Rockstar also said it will have more fun surprises for the 20th anniversary of GTA 3, which is this year. Hmm. Guys, Grand Theft Auto V coming out again, third time. No gonna... way. Yeah, there you go. Tucker, this is probably the only Grand Theft Auto game you've seen in your lifetime. It's... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's the only one I've put a, a significant amount of time into. i played a good amount of the online with my friends. Never really got into the single player, but uh, I mean, it's kind of crazy that this game is A, still going, B, one of the first games that was announced. Remember the PlayStation uh, thing? They had, hey, the first big game, GTA Five again. Fuck off! Like remember that Rockstar logo popping yeah. up and oh, that was so everyone's body. Oh, but the, the thing nothing. is, I'm very confused about this. Like, why didn't this come out alongside the consoles? Like, they clearly been working on this probably since those consoles were announced because I knew they were gonna keep making this game because it was it's the second best game, selling game of all time. And uh, what are they adding? Like, what what warrants this extra year of development since the new consoles come? It's I'm probably just, a small confused. team, to be honest. It's sure. Pro- it's probably not like yeah, GTA Five, like an indie game. Yeah, that little indie game GTA Five. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's probably just there. There's the main team, Rockstar North, is definitely working on a new game. Hundred percent. Sure. There's no way they're not. So yeah. this is probably just a small team doing it. But like, it's just like Skyrim. They they're gonna put it on everything that they can. Like GTA Five is just a monster of a game. Like it just it it is. I'm with you, but like I really don't get this one when we see so many games now. Like Last of Us just got an update with 60 frames per second. Why can't you just do that with GTA, the PS4 version yeah. and Xbox One version of GTA? You know, it's why are we putting out a whole another version of this? Like, what's there going to be like three more strands of grass or whatever the fuck on the ground? Like, who cares? You know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it's going to be at least 60 frames. It's going to sure. maybe have uh, sure like, HDR now, tracing. like that. HDR. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's still not going to look like. You know, I mean, it's gonna look real good. Game. It's gonna look real game, good, but like, it's the not, game already looks real good. It's still gonna just like not be as good looking as you know, brand new games coming out. What about the load times? Game. What if they? What if those load times are significant? Because the load times in that uh, game. Oh, are... but then you don't get to look at the pictures. The, yeah, yeah, that's true. The best part of GTA Five. The load yeah. times, especially for online, that that would be the main one. That will bring a lot of people back as well. Because yeah. um, if you if you like to play Grand Theft Auto, especially nowadays as well, them them load times are painful or oh, painful sure, yeah. like my like yeah like i like to put it on ever so often and it's just like put a cowl on read read a novel <laughs> like you know what i mean like chapters. <laughs> no, oh, no read the book the whole damn <laughs> fucking book mate <laughs> So yeah, it, then that would be the main benefit, especially for online as well. Like, come and get in, get out, dead quick. That'll bring back a, a whole long, a whole big, massive audience, and and it's it all boils down to one thing, and that's money. Like that game makes money or every day, like with significant amount of money. So they're gonna keep yeah. it alive. They're gonna keep it alive, and I'm still shocked that Tucker was allowed to play this game when he was eight years old. Oh no, I didn't play till like, probably 2016 or something like that. That's crazy. I just because I didn't really give a shit, and my friend like bought it for me. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll I'll like make a stupid looking character, get a car, and like crash into stuff. Sure, why not? And that that's my experience with the Grand Theft Auto series. I remember it's not really queuing up for this game. Tea, but... I remember queuing up. Like, hey, my, not my fault. You're an old fart. <laughs> <laughs> this game. <laughs> this game was a huge deal when it was in 2014. Was coming out. Oh my oh god! My this god! This game was huge. <laughs> huge. 
Yeah, Tucker, you might not remember the year 2013. <laughs> <laughs> My memory doesn't go back that far. You know, diapers, uh, yeah, 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 kindergarten. You know, guys, he was only like 13 then. I'm sure he doesn't remember yeah. the launch of DTA. <laughs> yeah. Was... Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm going to play it a third time. Even though I was just talking shit. Are you really? Uh, Are you gonna buy it? Oh, you gonna buy it? Yeah, I will. Oh my Daniel, god. Okay. I'm all over this. Don't worry. I might plan <laughs> this sweet. One. Is this oh, oh I only know one person that's ever platinum that game. And it's my brother. There's a lot of like hard. multiplayer that's a hard achievements, one. right? Yeah, my brother is wow. the level hundred. No, it's that's level hundred, I think that's it. Well and then the and the other one was like uh, like five star every mission. See, I got close on the online one though, because there was a way to cheese it back in the day. Yeah. Uh, well yeah, wasn't it like doing a specific thing, like killing something? Or... Yeah, there's one where you could just drive around the track over and over and you get a shit ton of XP. This is back in like 2013. Tucker was like two. Oh, yeah, exactly. Know. Exactly. Yeah. Just born. He was just born. Early learning to talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, guys. Uh, Summer Game Fest is returning and we'll, uh, there will be an event on June 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Summer Game Fest, of course, is Jeff Keighley's conference thing where he brings a bunch of developers together and they announce shit it's gonna be fun uh sony's going xbox going uh i don't think nintendo was gone but uh nope. yeah but i like think the Ubisoft only was there. publisher not yeah they're like the only yeah. one there's a lot of guys there hopefully some cool shit will be announced this is kind of kicking off e3 mm -hmm. you know a couple days before e3 starts so. what was your your joke tucker i saw it give me the joke oh yeah collectively as a community and i really hope this catches on i got like nine likes on my tweet which i'm proud of uh can we call the summer game fest kickoff pre-3 i mean pre come on it seriously is it's just two days before it's it's loaded into everything pre-3 pre jeff keely hire me so I, I don't i don't cost a lot <laughs> <laughs> need you on the pr team for this uh okay guys what what are we expecting here should we be expecting big announcements here like especially from sony who's not involved in e3 i'm thinking maybe they could bring out something but again i'm only expecting like one thing from each of these uh i wouldn't expect much from xbox they're gonna save all their stuff for yeah their I, I don't i don't even understand why xbox would be a part of this when their conference is two days later so yeah I, I, maybe I this could be uh psychonauts Maybe that they could do that there Ooh. and just kind of have like a double fine, little double fine thing there or something. I'd consider this like, you know, when you go to a nice restaurant and they give you like appetizers and it's not, um, it's like, you, it's like a little, like little taste, little look, little taste of like, you know, like what's to come. I think we'll get some little nice little announcements, you know, just the wet whistles. You know what I mean? And then You're calling Summer Game Fest the breadsticks of you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Breadsticks. Perfect. That's what, what they what all just came to my head. What just came to my head. Hors d'oeuvres. Last year, who really liked Jeff Keighley last year? Me and Connor talked a lot about this. Who Activision. really liked Activision? Activision. Activision's probably going to be. Oh, Activision's going to be real big at this. What, like yeah. Crash and Tony Hawk. They did Crash, like Tony yeah. Hawk. There was, there was something else. What am I forgetting? Uh, it was Crash, Tony Activision? Hawk. Yeah, there was like a, one other thing that they did last year. Was it that shitty mobile? Maybe game? it was Call of Duty. Maybe it was Call of Duty. Um, but yeah, they 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 really liked Jeff Keighley last year. So um, I I, like I idea, Daniel. I think that Activision's gonna be. This is where it's gonna be. Spyro Four, give it to me. Maybe. maybe Crash maybe, maybe. Five. Nice, nice try, but Spyro Four. Let's go, baby. I do Six. think um, this. I can't wait for this week. I'm so excited. Like it's such a good week as well because you got you got pre three. Hey, took it. Um, hey, oh, it's catching on. Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. E3 on the 12th that Friday you've got 11th you know for us soccer fans the Euros kick it off oh, oh baby, man the this, Euros. Is, this is a you don't understand this is like the weekend of like 
dreams for Steve. Like, I'm going to be not sleeping, playing Ratchet in the day. I'm going to watch it E3 in the evenings. Oh, my God. He killed it with the soccer thing, but it's still exciting nonetheless. You yeah. watched men in pants, like, punch each other in the face. I mean, they're wearing shorts, all right? Calm <laughs> down there, bud. <laughs> no, I watched the men uh, in pants. <laughs> okay. Anything else we want to say on Summer Games Fest? I think we're all pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully we get some cool shit announced here. Expect just more though. E3. I mean, if you if you look at all in the grand scheme of things, this is just more announcements around the time of E3. E3 conference, right? Jeff Keighley is just taking E3 and spreading it over a long time. I think, of course, the main announcements will be concentrated around the actual ESA's sh showcases that are planned and, and synchronized and all that. But the fact that Jeff Keighley has the industry power to grab everyone and say, hey, no, announce some stuff for me, too, means mm -hmm. we might even get a little bit more. It might it might take a little bit away from what would have been in those conferences initially, but the fact that we're getting them all and it's spreading them over a longer period of time will probably I think he said like a, a month? good balance. Is that yeah. what you're saying? And this, uh, the kickoff, now? I think he said, is two hours long, which is yeah. okay. pretty long, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, I think the Game Awards last year were like four. Oh, <laughs> Way oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, they were. <laughs> what, what do we think that Sony's going to show? Um, it's a good question. Depends yeah. if they plan on doing their own thing throughout the summer at some point. Yeah. But I, I, I kind of beat my guess. They're doing their own state mm -hmm. place somewhere in July, so I wouldn't expect nothing too big, but who knows? I don't know. Maybe Kojima's game pops up here. Who knows? Ooh. I think Kojima will Kojima. be on the Xbox. Oh, is that the is that the is that the Xbox thing? Is just we've acquired Kojima Productions and they're making a game for us. Or something. No, it's just on the yeah. Xbox stage. It'd be Phil Spencer with Kojima in a box. We've kidnapped Kojima. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, no, when you said snake, yeah, well, when you said with a box, give us a million dollars. <laughs> when you said box, I was thinking the Solid Snake box. Like it, yeah, just exactly. he'd be walking in it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. It sounds like some crazy stuff we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, our last news story. Deep Silver has announced that Free Radical Design is reforming and working on a new Time Splinters game. Time Splitters. Splitters, Splitter, yeah. not Splinters. Splitters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Guys, I don't know anything about Time Splitters, I'll be honest. Uh, not very excited about this. Um, you know, go THQ Nordic. They're my best friends. Uh, dude, well, it's Embracer Group now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. My bad. THQ Nordic's just the developing studio, but um, yeah, I mean they own me. They they bought me. They bought the rights to me. So uh, I wanted to make are, sure. You are they, they going to publish you soon? I'm one of the I'm one of the what 125 games developed. That's me. I'm one of them. Um, uh, yeah, this is uh, interesting. I mean, Time Splitters was huge. Both games are huge. Like the was it PS2 era. So uh, it's it's nice to see it come back. Like I'm always happy when things come back. You know. Has we'll anyone ever played is. Time Splitters here? Yeah, Sims. Uh, I remember. Oh, you have. Okay. I remember playing uh, one of them on the original Xbox uh, on a demo disc. They had like a. What demo are they? One. Why are they so beloved? I don't understand it. They're like just an old like first person shooter era. Golden Eye, like Golden Eye, yeah. four, four four player split screen. Yeah. Perfect Dark. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I yeah. I remember playing one of them on the PlayStation Two, and I, I remember having a lot of fun with it. I, that's all I can really remember. So, I don't know, just to bring back Stoge, I don't know. I really don't know. Like People always say Time Splitters, but it, I, people always say GoldenEye, don't they? Everyone's like, oh, remake GoldenEye, or I don't know. But, it, yeah, it's, it's a nice little announcement in the middle of the night. For me, anyway, it was middle of my, I woke up to that news. 
so yeah it's, we'll see in a couple of years see what they can do <clears throat> THQ Nordic I don't know THQ Nordic <clears throat> it's a big week for them this week next week because Embracer Group okay <laughs> Biomutant clarify that's what they hired Daniel for is to correct people <laughs> <laughs> so Biomutant's coming that, out next yeah. week and like mm-hmm. I've been every game I've seen THQ Nordic put out I mean they've all been like remasters haven't they I think they put Embracer Group or any of them I'm gonna kill him uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously you got um, Destroy Humans uh, Kingdom of Amilar, and they've all been alright. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is a big moment for them. I think next week. And it looks, you think this is like yeah, a, one of their first big games in a while? Yeah, and I, it looks very looks interesting. Cool. Yeah. It looks like, cool. I'm definitely like waiting for reviews kind of before I like want to purchase it or anything. Yeah. Um, Natalie, it's been hyped up for years. I want to say Natalie, she's yeah. watching. I don't think... Silent Hill is going to be shown because Konami said they're not going to be at E3. So yeah. Well, E3 not being at E3 doesn't mean they can't be with at somebody's conference, some yeah. Game Fest, yeah, or or at really? something else, yeah. I think maybe if if uh, Jeff Keighley comes in with his big swinging industry dick and he's like, "Hey, Konami, announced uh, the new Silent, Silent Hill, Hill game." Boom. At, <laughs> at, yeah, exactly. At our at oh, my conference, cute. and that and that's a that's something for him to really grab onto. Like, hey. It was announced here first. That's how important my conference is. Whew. That's a that's a good idea, actually. I'm Hire sorry, me, Jeff Keighley. I'm sorry. You have to. We'll be big. Can we just... The big industry swinging dick. That's what you just said, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. That's what he's got. That's okay. what he's got. <laughs> Did I stutter? Did I... <laughs> is this <really> on? <laughs> I love you. I ju- I'm so <laughs> glad I met this kid. Like I, I, oh man. Continue. Wow. I'll, con- I'll continue saying what I need to to bring the energy here. Oh, I love this kid. <laughs> okay. Anything else on time splitters? Uh, we won't yeah, see it for a while. Uh, yeah. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. They're just making the studio, or they maybe they've made it in the past month or this year. So a, who knows how long it's been going? You know. It's a good announcement to make though. Do you know what I mean? Like, Time Splitters is coming back. And then go rogue. Just go silent for years and years and years. And then we'll all forget about it. And then yeah. they'll announce it and it'd be great. And yeah, like, I think this is. Sometimes, like, people like announce games too early, going back to Elder Scrolls, because we're not getting that till 230, 2030. Yep. Um, really and so. this is like, this is a great, like, oh, Time Splitters coming. Bye. Like the Cyberpunk thing. Yeah. That went well. I don't know if it'll be that long. <laughs> well, Cyberpunk was a good game. All right, fuck off. Uh, all right, that it is was. it. Thank you for the news. We will now move on to what we have been playing. Uh, boys, who wants to start? Sims, start with you. What you been playing, bud? Um, so we finished Resident Evil. I think the last time I spoke to you last week, we'd finished the second biome. Um, and then I said I really enjoyed the second biome, and then we went through the third and the fourth. Um, and unfortunately, like, I think it just slowly started to decline. Like the whole game mm. just for me just started to just, just a complete, just a drop in, in, in enjoyment. Like I did not enjoy it after being like, honestly, petrified of the second biome, like really made me feel really uncomfortable, made me feel things that most games have never made me feel. 
but I don't know the the characters that I didn't find interesting. The story seemed com 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 convoluted. That's the yeah. words. I'm forgetting words. All right, it's been a long week. Did so, you like the third uh, area at all? I mean, Natalie played that bit. We played it together. Okay. It was not. It was, everything seemed a bit too rushed and quick. Like I don't know. It just seemed like they gave you these four areas. I didn't like the way they did the four area four area thing. And then you went to the first one. It was quite long, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is standard Resident Evil." You know, go and get this to go and yeah. get that to come and get this to unlock that to do this. So then you know you fight the big boss, and then the second one was like there was a bit of a puzzle. But it, and then I was surprised how quickly it ended. Then the third one was just effectively a boss battle. And then the fourth one was just this... Also meh. effectively a boss battle. But I kind of like the fourth area, which was the stronghold. I think that was a pretty interesting area. The, the area was fine. It was definitely the most action area. Um, so I'll just... Factory? No, Sorry. the factory is the fifth area. The stronghold? Oh, okay. oh no, 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 no. What's the stronghold? The fourth. The stronghold is the fourth area. I don't want to spoil too much. That's the one where you have to go get the fourth flask. Isn't that the Sims, is, Sims, is, Sims no. memory's trying to work. Yeah, he's, Connor, okay, we yeah. just talked about this yesterday. The fourth, well. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So, okay, uh, well, okay. So I'm effectively thinking, I forgot about that area completely. Yeah. The fourth, I'm thinking it's of, very, like, very, of very Heisenberg's area. And it yeah. completely just, like, lost me. It was only, like, the area, yeah, the factory... The Visually was great, but then once you mm -hmm. got into the nitty gritty paths and like it just got really convoluted. Oh, it's such a maze, man. I honestly, we, we were we, we, me and Natalie wasted forty five minutes trying to figure it out, like trying to get back to the elevator. We could not figure it out. Sure, so yeah. It just got so frustrating, and then it just it got a bit, and then it got really fucking weird after during the the boss battle. I won't I won't spoil it. I got you guys have already covered that. I just want to give my thoughts. It just got. I was like, it goes crazy at the end. Yeah, it just it just yeah. loses the plot, and then and then it it kept going, and going, and going, and I was like, and then it tried tried to explain this story in a way that just didn't make sense, to a point where like if you have to finish it, if you have to finish a video game and go, what, and then have to watch a video, shout out to Gamespot did a great video on what the fuck actually happened. It's not good. I mean the end, I. The ending, the very last ending, was interesting. And, you know, I'll sit here and moan about Resident Evil Village. But as soon as Resident Evil 9 comes out, are we going to play it? Because it's interesting. I do, it just became... I, really, I do want to say this. No spoilers with this. But no there's, like, the big lore dump room. Yeah. I think me and Connor mentioned this last week. That lore dump room, I think, was the best part of the game. Yeah. Personally. I think we mentioned this on the spoiler cast. But, yeah. The, yeah. There's some really interesting lore that you get in, like, the last couple hours that i thought was actually really good but yeah i'm i'm with you sims on like the the factory section of the game is really bad the lord oh the the you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah with, yeah with there's all a the, very specific room where it's just yeah. documents yeah, yeah. so uh, that so was if, probably my favorite part if i'll go into my thing i have only been playing resident evil village and i beat it last night i beat it just before midnight last night um and I the only uh, Resident Evil games I played before that were two remake and four. I played four earlier this year, um, and it's interesting to see kind of how this is a combination of two remake seven and seven sort of more modern stuff and four because there's a lot more action heavy stuff. The puzzles are a little bit lighter, um, but I enjoyed it. I think it's solid overall. Uh, spo spoilers, which we're not going to get into. The ending is a little weird. I I do agree that that final cutscene is like oh maybe there's potential here, but. Um, 
you get locked into a thing at the end, like the last hour and a half of the game. You're like, okay, well, that's a little bit weird. Completely shifts it up. But on the whole, I think uh, Dimitri's Castle is is great. I think the village is fantastic. I loved going back there, and now there's like new things to explore, and they sort of reframe things, add new add new items every time you go back to it. That was really fun. There's also a lot of extra exploration you can do. I don't know if you guys there's a boat that you can go yeah, on there's extra areas to visit yeah which is fantastic like oh there's extra areas to go to they are entirely optional love that um and then beneviento's uh, little house cool puzzle the third area i think the weakest i preferred heisenberg's uh, factory over that but um it, it's just weirdly inconsistent that all the areas are so so different and i think for me the strength of resident evil is the rpd uh you know the a police station it's it's like it's uh Dimitri's castle it's those areas where it's really confined and rooms every room means something but when you get to areas that there are houses that have nothing in them or there's just the places like okay well that's just wasted space then like trim it down Resident Evil works best when it's at its core and it's interesting that they sort of sort of try to meet a middle ground that I don't really know if worked all the way but on the whole it's a very good game it it has some issues, but it's super high production value, and it makes me excited to see what they do in the future. That, yeah, that's the only game like I've been playing. Different teams made the different areas, you know, like sure, talking yeah. to one another. They almost all feel like different games if you look at them. Like, and the more I've been talking about this, the more I've been realizing that. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you on the the open area was actually my favorite. Going and finding all those uh the gold treasures, like I still can't remember the name of them. I know there's a specific name, but uh. Yeah, I thought those were the most interesting part. When it became like a Far Cry game, I actually got like super into it all of a sudden when, when that area opened up. And then, yeah, the castle part was definitely the best part of the game overall. Most classic uh, Resident Evil. Sims, is there anything else you've been playing? Um, uh, just a quick one on thing. Sorry, I had to um, keep sneezing. I'm obviously coming down with something. Um, I, I had every intention of like playing this game. I loved like the Resident Evil replay value like of like, oh, now start again, but you get to have an, an, a, you get a rocket launcher or you get unlimited ammo or or etc cetera, etc cetera, and you know getting all the trophies but after the heisenberg and then the the end i was completely put off i just did not want to do it again i didn't want to witness the the what happened and how it tried it just it completely lost me like i i literally i was i went from oh this is great oh this is really great so this is no nah, it just went I, I don't know. It just it was disappointed in the end, and I'm glad like I experienced it, and I, I we didn't pay too much money for it, and um I just I don't think it'd be at the end of the year. I don't think I'll be even. It won't get into top ten territory. Really, you're that we'll on it. Dog, yeah. Since we all beat it, uh, you guys want to put scores on it? We haven't put scores on a game in a minute. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. I, I use a website called Backlogged, which allows you to track your games. Uh, it, it gives you lists, gives you scores, gives you a place to write reviews and stuff. I give it a, a four stars out of five, eight out of ten. I think it's a good game. It just doesn't reach those highs that I really wish it did. Um, it's For me, it's a little more consistent than uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake, where you have the great first half, but I think the first, second half is a lot weaker. Um, but it doesn't reach the highs. That, that Resident Evil 2 remake has with the Raccoon City Police Department. So I mean that's one of the greats. I don't yeah, think it's exactly. one of the greats. Exactly, yeah. So this is it's an it's an eight out of ten. It's a very good game. But will we be talking about it at the end of the year? I don't know. We'll have to see what really combats it. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you, actually. I'd, I'd probably give them an 8.5, actually. I think the highs were really high for me. That whole open area and the castle were really high for me. I think I was, like, absolutely in love with the game at those points. And then, yeah, once you get into the factory and some of the end game stuff, it, uh, it, it definitely falls down a little bit. But, yeah, I think... Uh, at one point, I said this was my favorite Resident Evil game, but I think I was just like in the thick of it right then, you know, just really hooked yeah. up on it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'd probably give it an eight point five. Daniel, I'm the exact same, eight point five. I think seven's like an eight for me. So um, I think I think this is like I said in, in our spoiler thing. I'll say it here. I, I like this better than seven. So I probably say eight point five is a pretty good spot for it. Tim's touching on that. Me and you love seven. Did you end up not liking this one as much as seven? Yeah, completely. Like, because that's that's how I felt too. Seven's so much better. Everything just the the like the, the open world aspect of this game was good. Like, I really enjoyed it. Like when I left the biomes, and I was like, oh man, unlock all these houses that are red. They're all gonna become blue. And yeah. um, I was like in it. I was really into that part. And then I was, it, as it just progressed, like I said, I just fell out of love with it. it I, I will after this. We'll, I'll tell you the exact moment I could not stand this game. Yeah. Um, I'd, I, I want to say six, but that's unfair. Seven, I give it a seven, like because it it started really well. They I, they blew their load with Lady Dimitrescu completely. Yeah. Like, like they were like oh, they were like oh we're onto something here. Let's just show them everything. They literally showed you the first part of the game, except for pretty one much. one moment. They yeah. showed you every cutscene. Pretty yeah. much the end. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it was just, it was just, yeah, and I think, they, I think in the end, though, as well, to Lady Dimitrescu, like, they just did her dirty, like, she should have been the main person in the end, she should have been the main villain, and she turned out to be realize aside. what they had during development with her, mm. you know? Mm. They so they did, did in the marketing. They did in the marketing. Yeah, they they did certainly in the marketing, they did. Yeah, yeah. that's when they learned. <laughs> so, uh, seven. Seven it Seven, is. Yeah. Capcom will now blacklist us. Thanks, Sims. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> Tucker, uh, you, you have been playing Resident Evil 7 or 8, sounds like. Uh, have you been playing anything else? I have not, really. I mean, honestly, the last month or so, I've just been focusing on, on fin finishing up my semester in college and uh, lots of other stuff, mostly watching movies. I watched, I've watched, like, 18 or 19 horror movies since summer started like a week and a half ago so i've i've been busy with that and playing resident evil village um but i i do want to get back into playing games a lot a lot more now that it is the summertime for me so i don't know if you guys got game recommendations and stuff i, I i'll play yeah, see, you should go back and play anything. seven i i definitely will yeah, yeah i have it through the ps plus collection it's downloaded on my playstation um and i know it's not very long one thing i will say Regardless of our thoughts about the ending of 8, at least it's not very long. I mean, you beat it under 10 hours. I, I yeah. beat it in, like, uh, 9.59, 8, 8, or, like, I think it was 8.59 for me uh, in terms of runtime. So, sh short game. So, at least it didn't, ha like, drag completely. Yeah, go back and play 7 since you're showing a horror, too. Yeah. That one's definitely way heavier on the scares yeah. than uh, mm -hmm. 8 was. Uh, so, is that all you've been playing, then? Yeah, no, I don't have more to talk about, but that's okay, fine. Cool. We'll talk about movies. I mean, you know, Spider-Man, oh, whatever. Movies, yeah. And we'll move on to what I've been playing. I've been playing Mass Effect. I have yes. platinum the first Mass Effect. Yes. Crazy. Came out on Friday, you crazy life. son of a bitch. I know, I know. There's a lot, lot of hours, a lot of game there. You know, it's uh, it very fun, though. Uh, but yeah, Mass Effect 1. Uh, where do you guys want to start? This, the story still holds up. Uh, Sam Skehead, what's your question, bud? So I started it um, straight after I finished Resident Evil because I was itching, itching. I really wanted to just try it just to see what it felt like, if you want the truth. 
And um, so I start number one. Never played number one. And um, yeah, it, it definitely has a, an aged feel to it. Um, yeah. I I can't remember what I've chosen. Who uh, I, I'm a male shepherd. Uh, I started with a pistol and a sniper rifle. That might help you choose. Uh, do you have powers? I got. Is it sabotage or something? Sabotage. Oh, so did you choose a tech one? Maybe something like uh, that. That might have been what you chose. Uh, okay. Um. I. And the, yeah, like just firing and shooting the guns. I got. To, um. It felt fine. I'm. I can't wait to play it. I'm. I'm literally. I. I've. My whole week. My whole. Then from this moment onwards, I'm just. I've turned off all my social media. I'm literally just gonna focus on playing that game. I'm really excited to get into it. Now I'm. I'm really excited to listen to what you're gonna say about it. Yeah, as far as combat goes, I mean it. It feels better than it originally did. Certainly, they try to make it feel more like Mass Effect Two and Three, as far as like that close-up angle and like you, you know, you're going to uncover a little bit more and stuff like that. It still doesn't feel great. It, it, I mean, it's just you know, it's a it's a game from 2007. It's a, it, it never felt good even in 2007. The the cover system is very wonky. The shooting, it's fine. It's it, it's doable, you know. But uh, you really don't play this game for the combat. But there is a lot of it, which does get annoying at points. Were you gonna say something? I was gonna say the 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 cover system was very jarring. Yeah, it's wonky, bro. You have to yeah, walk <laughs> up to it. You have to walk. Up yeah, you to have to it. walk up to it, and you have to get in like the perfect spot yeah, for it. It's, yeah. it. it's very weird. And I was like, but oh. yeah, uh, that's pretty much my main negative point with it. Is you know the combat still doesn't feel great, and there's the walking, but everything else, man, still really holds up. The the story still really holds up. Uh, just the dialogue in general is so good in this game. Like. The amount of lore you get from just uh, talking, having a conversation with just one character is crazy. Like, they'll tell you one thing about a mission or something, or about like uh, this different alien species, and then you could just dive into it and mm. keep asking them questions. All of a sudden, I'm having like a 30 minute conversation with this random alien, just learning about his society. It's it's insane. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think uh, a lot of it that stuck out to me too was how much this game sets up too. I did not realize playing this, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. Uh, there's a lot of like server stuff, which is interesting. I know Daniel, you're a big fan of two as well. I don't oh, know yeah. if you ever noticed this stuff or if like this was like newly added. Maybe I never played any of the DLCs, but uh, I don't remember stuff there. a ton about one, to be honest. Yeah, there's a bunch. I remember of stuff the Saren stuff, but that's kind of hit. Is the DLC? Yeah. Have you? Is the DLC just like in with? I know it's in there. So is it just like in the story in the right places at the right time? Yeah. So there's uh one DLC called Bring Down the Sky that was just like a, a basic. Here's another mission or like this random planet you can go to that has like three side quests as well. Uh, and that lasts you, I don't know, maybe like three, four hours. Uh, and then there was another one called Pinnacle Station, which was just a wave mode, which is one I did play back in the day. But that was just a wave mode. You didn't really get any more story to it. Oh, that's the one that's not here, right? That's the one that's not here. Yeah, exactly. But the other one is here. But yeah, uh, the game's still great, man. Uh, just walking around the Normandy again. I, I I got fucking chills when I first started walking around there again, just talking to everyone. My, my buddy Rex Garris. They're they're, they're Rex, so hanging out. Yeah, man. And just uh, going through the story again was uh, very nostalgic for me. I'm, you know, I was. I, I used to love Knights of the Old Republic back in the day, and then I remember this coming out, and then I, all I heard was like, oh, this is the guys that made Knights of the Old Republic, and then I was like, oh, I gotta fucking play this, and uh, so yeah, it's very uh, near and dear to my heart, this series. Any questions? Uh, so have you even dipped your toes into two yet? Are you no, just no, yeah, I literally, I literally just platinum three right before we started recording. No, oh, okay. Uh, the first one right before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, as far as the platinum trophy goes, I uh, it, it was very 
not simple, but like you just had to make sure you do the, like there was a bring each character on five missions, right? So you just got to make sure you bring your characters on all these different missions as you're doing them. Uh, same with combat, it would be like, you know, use this ability 25 times or something like that. And then you just got to make sure you're bringing the right squad mate with you to use that ability if your character doesn't have it, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to play two now just to feel it, you know, because I remember the gameplay leap from one to two, just the, how two is so much more refined and better than uh, one was. So I'm very excited to go back and feel that. Uh, it, just this collection, though, overall, man, it's such a great thing. Just even the main menu is great. It's right there. Sets up yeah, like how does that, that how does that menu work with selecting the games? Yeah, so like you can't really see it from right there. But the main menu it. pops up. Yeah, it just says Mass Effect Legendary Edition. You press start, then it's just simply one, two, and three. And and then uh okay. now you just scroll over save over to two. Yeah, and I can't wait to experience that with just going through all three games. It's still just the fact that uh your decisions and your choices carry over from game to game is such a cool idea and i wish more yeah. developers use that like plan out a trilogy and just give me that again because it is such a cool idea and i can't believe mass effect has been the only one to do it it's, yeah it's, it was so it was so cool when they when they announced that They're like yeah, yeah you can carry everything over yeah you're just really everything you know. it, well, it's crazy replaying the first one and seeing like, oh, I remember how this decision affects, you know, the outcome of this decision, you know, that doesn't happen until the third game or whatever, you know, stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it's just crazy that no developer has ever done that again. So, uh, sorry, I had to dip two secs. Um, Not good. Mass Effect 2, is that, are you, stop, are you starting that now? Hell seen? yeah, I'm starting that now. It's like one of my favorites. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I, I'm so excited to jump into 2 what, now. What did you need to do for the plot? yeah so i was just talking about this a little bit Sorry. Uh, you, you, you pretty much just uh no you're fine you need to do five missions with each of your squad mates so you just got to make sure you're switching your squad so this... mates in and out right okay yeah and then um there's ones for like do this ability 25 times and there's one for like each ability so you just you can use your squad mates abilities yeah. 25 times on things those are pretty easy to get just as long as you do them over time other than that it was an easy plat you know basic do the story stuff complete majority of the game that's not that hard uh you just do there's not that many side quests in the first game you know a lot of people have like a, a misconception about the first game that it's like this giant rpg with so much to do and you'll be in it for hours and hours obviously you could wrap that whole game up in probably 60 hours i know that's still big but it, you know it's not nearly it's like it's not persona RPG. 5 do you need to yeah, do it's like, not persona 5 do you need to do all the side quests for does every character have their own side quests no not in this one there's only three uh character side quests which are really good in the first one but, yeah you're uh, talking about the loyalty missions that really got big in two yeah that that comes okay. into play in two but there's there's they have those but they're not to the extent that they are in two but there are things you can dig in there there's a lot you can miss in this game you got to make sure you're talking to everyone uh because not only is the normandy a hub but the citadel is a hub as well so you got to make sure you're going around after every main mission and talking to everyone again because different dialogue options will pop up and that'll give you different missions etc very good game though mass effect one great soundtrack too they oh, nail yeah. that like space vibe you know it's crazy can't wait for aspects aspects great it's so good man <laughs> just the lore in general like when, when i'm sitting there i'm having a conversation with this alien for 30 minutes and i'm just like captivated by it you know i'm like oh holy shit that's so you lore. know they're doing something right there exactly the the writing in this game is top notch oh, well, did you uh play as paragon or renegade uh paragon of course of course, of course. you have exactly. to is it, you have to max that out for a trophy. I swear I've seen that. You do, yeah. You have to max that out. There's a way to cheese it, uh, but it's very easy to get maxed out Paragon in, in this game as long as you're picking it every time, pretty much. 
Like, there's a few times where I was like, eh, I wouldn't say that option, so I went with the Renegade one, just because it was funny or whatever. But yeah, very good, very good. Tucker, have you ever played Mass Effect? Uh, I have the first and second games on <clears throat> Steam. Um, I played probably the first few hours of the first game, and I think it was a lot, it was a like five years ago that I tried it, and I just I don't think at the time I was I had the mental capacity to realize what was going on. I never played a game with like commanding other people like that before, so I was a little bit confused and overwhelmed with the with the skill of it, and and it was a little bit slow. So I was just like, oh, what, what the hell's going on here? Uh, but knowing how I I'm a huge story guy in games, and just the idea of the the uh, progress carrying over choices really mattering through the whole trilogy. That's fan- like. That's fascinating. That's what games can do in a way that other mediums can't. And with the legendary collector, uh, legendary edition, I don't really know what it's called, but um, legendary edition. Yeah, maybe I'll pick it up. I I don't know if I have the time for three long ass games like this, but um, if I if I'm really craving that long epic story, and I know how much people are enjoying them right now, and it's great to have them back in the zeitgeist in that way, so I might give it a shot. I might give it a shot. And I'll let you know. I would yeah, highly I would, recommend I, playing the whole trilogy. I, I, I would kill to be in your shoes of never having played these and having this collection. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and I have no idea what happens to them because I don't know the stories of them. Good. So if there's like Maybe a big twist... Oh, spoil- well, I know people complain about the end of 3. That's like the one thing I know about the series. It's still yeah, a great game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know the twists, if there are twists that are, like, are classic twists. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one bad thing I did want to point out about Mass Effect One is the uh, the random planets you can go explore. They they put these in to try to make the game feel bigger. They are awful. <laughs> like these pla- you could just randomly go land on a planet, and there's like probably fifty of them that you can just go land on, and they're all just like it feels like No Man's Sky, where everything's just like slightly different, or there's, it's just like a different color, sure. and, and like the rooms are exactly the same, the buildings are exactly the same, and then they're just like you know turned around in a different angle. It's it's crazy, but uh yeah, still a great game though, Tucker. Go experience these games. I'll give it a shot. There'll be like a fucking side quest that like you think is just meaningless, and then that decision will come back to haunt you in like the third game. It's insane. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, It is pretty cool. Daniel, what have you been playing? Uh, So I haven't really played a lot really this week, kind of after Resident Evil. So I just I I went back to Returnal. I just keep going back to just kind of do a couple runs or whatever. Uh, I beat the second act. So technically, that's the, the game. I did see credits and everything, um, but there's like a little bit more to it. There's like a third act you can do. Uh, so I think that's just kind of get back to the end boss, probably beat it again. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit different. I don't want to spoil anything. I think the end boss is a little different, but um, I, I will say like this game, the first like three areas are way harder than the last three areas. I just want to say that. Like one, two, and three as like a ramp up. Like three is just the hardest area in the whole game for me. Um, I breezed through area four and area five took like a couple nights. And then area six, I pretty much just breezed through. It got to the final boss like every time I go in there. Um, I don't know why it's that <laughs> so hard in the beginning. I don't know. But yeah, well, that's how many there are. There's six. Yeah. What were you saying, Tucker? Oh, I just think the difficulty curve. Because it's very strange, considering that, like, from my perspective, I have not played the game, and I'm really just hearing, hearing people talk about it. It's like, oh, man, this game is hard from a lot of people at, at the beginning. And it's interesting to hear that, you know, maybe it's your skill level, maybe it's the 
the, the caps on your on your equipment or something maybe you like sort of max out halfway through but it's interesting to see that it kind of dipped or it, it um, peaks in the middle yeah i i i honestly i don't think the game is as hard as people think it is sure um personally uh i think that yeah that third area and like some of the bosses are difficult obviously they're going to be hard um the game is hard because of its length i think that's why people think it's hard it takes so long to get to some of these bosses that Mm -hmm. it's just time consuming that's really like i think the thing that people get held up on really um yeah like that final boss was a joke i'm just gonna say it like it was a a he was a punk man. I, I, I like a I punk the, bitch. the the first the first time I went into the, the last area, I got to him one try uh, and then almost beat him. And then I went there the next time and beat him on the second try. So man, it was just like fucking shit here. That 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 final boss. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the, the act three final boss is going to be or whatever, but like that final boss was just not hard. So are you higher like, up on the game now that you beat it, or are you more lower on it? Because you were kind of mad at it this whole time. Uh, I'm mad at the roguelite aspects. Like, I, I, I still really like the game. I'll put a score on it, even though I haven't really gotten to Act Three. I did kind of, I did see credits and everything. Like, I think credits. it's good enough. I yeah, think like this game. Work. Yeah, I think the game is it, it is like could be like an, pushing the nine, but it's just I think it has way too many flaws. Plus, like. I've lost some runs because of technical issues and stuff. Like, I think the game's like mm. a solid eight, but could have been even better. Good start. I doubt they're going to come back to the game, but I think it is a good game. Do you think they update it at all and try to make these runs shorter? Or is that just the game? Does it just have to be like that? The way they, the only way they could do it, there are these like save points or like travel points you can get as you're doing runs and you can like teleport back to different areas. I feel like maybe put a save point there, but like they really can't do much. That's just how they, they, they get there. They'd have to rebuild the game really to do that. Is what it is. Yeah. All right. You've been playing anything else? Uh, no, not really. It's really That's all I've you. had time for. Yeah. Um, there's what is next? I, I might play judgment. I kind of have to look at like the release schedule. I haven't really played anything new since Village. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, Biomutant's coming out next week, and then other than that, it's not, not until Ratchet, really. It's only three weeks yeah. away, though. Yeah. yeah that is very it's far. not far. But even Ratchet, though, like, it's going to be, like, what, 10 hours? You know? So, I mean, you could do yeah, 10 to 15, yeah. something yeah, like that. Like that. Uh, I, I think I might pick up Judgment, because the, the sequel's coming out. So it's not on Game Pass? It is not yet. Uh, I am thinking out. there probably will. Like, uh, Judgment and Yakuza 7 like a dragon those are not on there yet i'm thinking maybe they will be i soon. can see seven getting dropped on game pass at e3 yeah Something that'd like be a that. pretty big yeah, that pretty big deal if they say like hey look the entire yakuza saga is now available on game Pass." Yeah. i think they, they sort of did that when they were announcing boom 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 all these yakuza games are coming but now the big one that everyone enjoyed so much last year is is on game pass and like you know don't, some people that was like one of the games of the year so it's having that on there one of the best games last year easy. yeah that's a big, You'd also that's be a able to deal. say then, hey, we have the whole Yakuza series on Game Pass, which is like a exactly. thousand hours of Yakuza. So that'd be cool. Literally. Literally <laughs> Good God. And with that, we'll move on to the game. Daniel, what is the game? We are playing another tw- uh, round of 20 questions. So I, I will, I, I guess I will. I'm sure, Tucker, I'm sure you know how to play 20 questions. Sure. The only rule to like how we play is I give you full 20 questions. And then if you don't get, you get one guess after that. 
you can guess in between if you really know it but instead of like it the last guess being a part of the 20 questions i gave don't you risk it the though, Tucker. you gotta be 100 sure yeah good lord okay uh i have the, the game pulled up right Sims, here. okay <laughs> i have the uh the game here and i'm ready whenever you are did this game come out before the year 2000 not before no thank god did this game come out before the year 2010 Yes, you gotta stop doing that. No, <laughs> no, this is the game. I like to corner you, you little punk. Okay, uh, I feel like I've been this chair for so long. We're looking at a two thousands game. Yeah, uh, is wasn't this even alive? <laughs> nope. Is this game a triple A game? Ooh, that's a great question. I consider this a triple A game. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say it's not triple A. Hmm. My the only one looks Am I the only one that tries to read the Wikipedia page through his glasses? <laughs> good luck. <laughs> one, but that's a good idea. I don't have the eyesight for that. He's <laughs> gonna pull up some weird shit just so it reflects on his glasses. <laughs> oh yeah, I can. I can. No, like please that? don't. Uh, okay. Is this a multiplayer game? Ooh, I don't. I don't think so. It's a good question. I'm gonna say no. No. I'm gonna say no. I don't know. I honestly, yeah, I, I don't I don't think that there is. I'm not a hundred percent. So maybe I shouldn't say I can't answer and it's that question. Not a triple A, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't call it triple A. I'm gonna say there's not, but I, I, I don't I don't actually fully know. Uh all right, cool. Let's get a uh console down. Is this game a? Well, I don't want to ask if it's a, an exclusive. This game come did out this before. Game... Ah, ah, ah. Did, did this game come out before the year two thousand and five? Yeah. Before two thousand and five. So yeah. Two thousand. Okay. Early two thousand five. Right. So what we need to do That's now is we need to go from January two thousand all the way to December. So month by month, we'll just get a release date of the games. Right. Wow. Why don't you just try to figure out what the game actually is? <laughs> just four hours be, of putting be together. Too easy. Uh, okay. 2000, 2005. Is this game. So we're looking at the PS2, Xbox generation. Most very early of it. GameCube as well. Uh, also, some N64 games came out in 2000. Could also be Game Boy Advanced. Ooh, handhelds. I like what you're thinking. Yeah. Is this a Nintendo game? Like, no. How does no. he remember the Game Boy Advance? How do I remember that the Game Boy Advance exists? Yeah, he wasn't even <laughs> born when it was... <laughs> We're just picking I've, on I've got a Game Boy. too much. <laughs> I had the Game Boy SP, like a black Yeah, one I've got an SP. Folded. Yeah. The one, yeah. Wow. Oh, I love the SP. I dropped that's mine in a Mottbook kit once. And it actually love... continued to work. Amazing. Might as well add, is this a handheld game? Uh, no, it's not. Okay, so it's not Game Boy Advance. There goes my my uh, uh my one contribution. Game. Is this game uh, exclusive to the PlayStation? Oh, it was exclusive to the PlayStation. Boys, you got to ask the right oh, questions. Yeah, if you play in the game, yeah, you got to play in the game. Put yeah, that on a T-shirt. Yeah. Who who sang that song? What? You're a wrestling fan. You should know. Who did that song? Oh, Triple H. That was a song? 
Motor. Yeah. Motor. Motor. Yeah, there you go. The water out when he, when uh, he was walking. That out. was his outro, but there was he got that song from Motor. Badass when he spits that water yeah. out. Yeah. yeah I'll do that no more. Or, yeah. No. Triple H can't do that no more. Oh, because of COVID. No, yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. I was like, why? I mean, he's not really wrestling very much anymore. He can still do it. But, uh, okay. Uh, so this is exclusive to the. Do we know one or two? It's got to be two, right? Yeah, well, he just said pl- to the PlayStation now. When did the PlayStation 2 come out? 2001. 2001? Yeah. So it probably is, more than likely. 2000, just in general, Daniel is trying to... 2000? Was it 2000? Okay. 2001's Xbox. Cool. Hey, it was a... Uh, seems um, a lot. Okay, uh, it was exclusive, so... So, uh, did this... Is this game... A part of a large series. Ooh. Hmm. Question, I think that's a, that's a pretty clear yes or no for that. <laughs> well, what defined it was large. Oh, okay, well then it's not that it's not a I'm gonna single. say it's a part of a series, but not a large series. Okay, okay, okay. Is okay, this okay. series still going today? Kind of. That's ten. I hate his answers. I hate it. Kind of. What do you mean? Is this game? That's the only way I can answer. Is this game a first-person shooter? No. Oh, I've done. That's me out. (laughs) You hate first-person shooters. Yeah, but I was thinking. I was thinking splitters of time. Time splitters. Splitters of time. God. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't want him. I didn't. I didn't want him to take it as a. What did you say? Ninja Turtle first-person shooter. That's Splinter, Daniel. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. See. Uh, okay. Continuing on. Uh, okay. So, wh- wh- where are we at? We got. It's we a need it. We game. need a. It was exclusive. We need a genre. Is this a fighting game? Yeah. Is this a fighting game? No. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, though, that was also the era, like two PS2, early PS2s, like 3D platformers, like mascot platformers. So, yeah. Is this a 3D yeah, platformer? Why? Yeah. Is it a 3D platformer? It is not a mm. 3D platformer. Okay, well, that knocks out a lot of those PS2 exclusives. Very much does. And uh, it's still is... kind of going as well. Yeah, that's so, so it's, weird. It's, okay. not, it's not Ratchet, is it? No. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Not a Hold 3D on. platformer. Yeah, Ratchet's a 3D Hold platformer. Hold on. I've got, a, I've got an inkling. I've got oh, an inkling. What is it there, Tucker? Well, I'm not going to say it because I would, would that count as guess? No, because you're not technically. No, you can say you it. Can you, say it. Just you just can't it. ask. You guys it. can talk amongst yourselves. Okay. I'm feeling PS2, early PS2, exclusive, not one of those genres you mentioned, in a, in a series that might still kind of be going, Katamari. Katamari. Interesting. No, no. Hmm. Maybe. But it does fit all the criteria. Shit. Mm. Katamari, I don't even know. What do you describe that game as? What even is that? I'm trying to That's think of a thing. genre. Is it, if you can't, if you can't limit it down to that a genre, like, oh, that's outside. A series that's kind of big, but it's not AAA. Is this a racing game? Is it a racing game? No. How many six questions have we got? Six. Uh, you got six more. Six. Maybe six try one. to get a developer. I'm trying. I'll help. I can help you. Maybe try to get a developer. Wow, thanks, Daniel. Well, but if it's not clearly AAA, we can like oh, we can yeah, say. I forgot about that. Not clearly AAA. 
Fuck, but like triple A was everything was triple A on this gen. Was it? I was gonna say nothing was triple A. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm not trying to help you. I feel like more like Sims. I feel like there were very few triple A games. Was back AAA. Like, there was I, probably... I guess I don't know. What do we describe as a triple A? Triple A to me is game. always just like it, it's a full price if game. It's from, yeah, it's from a big, big developer. developer. Yeah, yeah, the, the, that's triple A to me. But even then, uh, Katamari was published by Namco, so maybe I need to. Fuck. Fuck. What does Katamari start with? A K. Yes, Katamari so Damacy. Start with a K. Is that really a question you would ask? Yeah. It does start with a K. Oh, <laughs> this game developed by Konami. Konami? No. I'm with Tucker on okay, the Katamari thing now. Oh lord, K. maybe I, maybe I. Katamari is a game where you roll around and you pick shit up, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Katamari Damacy, early PS2 game. From a from published by Namco, but developed by a smaller studio, like a smaller studio. It's not like a huge thing. But in the series, well, is the series still going? I don't know. There was a mobile game. What was that game? There that was a came out? Oh, there was a remake. There's a re-roll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you roll around and pick shit up in this game? Mm-hmm. You do. Oh. Fucking hell! Oh. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> this is, incredible. is this game Katamari Damacy? It is Katamari Damacy. Oh my god! That was amazing! <laughs> it was, it was, it technically it was uh, developed by Namco, but oh, like sure. it was, it was not a huge, like it was not the biggest part. Uh, and yeah. it was published and uh, developed uh, 2004 on the PS2. It was released uh, for PC and Switch in 2018. Uh, it was uh, released last year for uh, uh, current cool. consoles last year. Uh, I would consider it a puzzle game and maybe like an adventure game. That's probably like yeah. the two genres I would say. Katamari Damacy, one of my top 10 did, favorite games of all did time. Did Damacy have any multiplayer? Was there like a co-op yes. mode in this first one? No, you can do a mode where you fight to see who gets the biggest ball in a sort of gotcha. much, sort, okay. short amount gotcha. of time. So it's like it's like a battle mode for lo only local multiplayer. Cool. Uh, really and according to you guys, game. a game that came out before I was even born. So it did, it did. I don't know how you played it. I mean, you were uh, only born in 2015, you know. So <laughs> would you guys consider this a triple A game? I don't think so, right? No. Okay. And Katamari's never been a huge series. The it, it being a part of like uh, a new is it still relevant? Like it was because of the re-release. That's the only reason yeah. why I said that. And yeah, Katamari Damacy. Good was, job, Tucker. You really helped these two. So oh, good. You really Jesus. helped these two. That was incredible. What? I was trying to challenge what? you guys' this knowledge, and you really pulled through, Tucker. Well, man, I'm telling you, Katamari Damacy, and I played it on a, a PS2. I have the disc, everything. One of my favorite games of all time. I play, replayed that game so many times. I got the re-roll on Switch. We played it plenty there. I love, we love Katamari. The sequel is is also fantastic. Touch my Katamari. I've not played because I don't have a Vita. Me and my Katamari also kind of good, but PSP doesn't work for that. That's a franchise a that game. I can, yeah, yeah, which is sucks, which is stupid. Not a Katamari game, but I can't believe that I actually got that. I'm surprised you did. I, I yeah, can't believe we Good have job. a Katamari super fan here, and it was Katamari. <laughs> I can't oh, believe shit. I've never heard of this game. Yeah, you have. <laughs> this is that really weird game where you have the ball and you're like picking up everything. I've probably seen it, but I've never Fantastic yeah. music. You got the king floating around. Oh, you've 100 percent seen so good. this game. So you've seen like... the little character, the little green guy with the antenna. The king is like really. People know what the king looks like. I think that's probably the the, the music's the great. Yeah, that game's so good, man. Get get cat everyone homework. Get Katamari Damacy reroll on Nintendo Switch or one of the other consoles. Fantastic game. Very short. Very replayable. High score based. Really fun. Unique concept. I love. I love that. Yeah, I've never played it. Game. I've never played it. Katamari, man. And with that.
that was the nerdic gods episode uh 67 yeah yeah i forgot already uh please go check out tucker's channel backlog banter tucker you want to pimp that out a little bit in in what way i mean uh, i mean just you know tell people go check it out man Please do. I mean, I, if, if you want to know what I did, I don't want to completely reiterate, but go listen to the beginning of the episode again if you want to know exactly what it is that I do. But um, I do have a Twitter, which is hard to pronounce, so I'm not going to make you guys say it, but uh, you can put it on the on the screen or in the description or whatever. It's I'll right trust your front, ending. It's right in front of your face right now, so. It's right oh, here. It's right here. I'm not, yeah. I'm not or, actually, I can't go down lower. It's like right there. <laughs> Check it out. Okay. Mrs. Yeah, there it My girlfriend yeah, did right a nice there. little like, Minecraft logo. Oh, thank you. Um, but I would, I, I very much enjoyed being on here with you guys. Uh, you, you got me with the Katamari thing and I was on the perfect episode. So thank you very much for having me around here. Yeah. Anytime you want to come back. Anytime. I hey, would love to. You've been great. I've, um, really enjoyed your company. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll be back here whenever you guys want me. Tucker, we thank you so much for coming on. Please go check out Tucker's channel. Daniel, thank you. Sims, thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. You can't forget to thank yourself. <laughs>